Shalom Abrocha, we're up to Meseches. So it's a dafiu, dalat reiz daftis. Because it's the location of Moshe Rabbeinu's kever, imitating the Rabbeinu Shalom, the Sechayla Moshe Rabbeinu God, even though he wasn't allowed into Eretz Yisrael. And with that, we finish the first parak of Meseches. So it's we begin learning about the difference between the Mincha Soita and a regular Mincha. Uh, the idea that we try to tire out the Soita, the Difference between the clay mincha in general and the the keli of the mincha soita, and then we begin discussing in general the seder of the carbon mincha. The Gemara begins by telling us we have a pasuk. Gives us a location where Moshe Rabbeinu was buried. But Rebbe tells us it's a double summon exactly where it is in Gai Eretz Moyov, right across base Pa'ar and. Nevertheless, Loyada Ish for us and no one was ever able to find it. In fact, there was the the, the Malchus Russia, the king sent their soldiers to go near Base Pa'ar, Mo Bears Pa'ar, where the Pasuk says, to go find out where Moshe Rabbeinu was buried. When they were above it, it looked like it was lower. So they went lower and then it looked like it was above them. So they divided up into two camps. Uh they split up and the guys on top thought that it was lower, the guys on the bottom thought it was higher. And uh, we had a live display of Vloya the Ishes Kvaras, and no one will ever know where Moshe Rabbeinu was buried. The Muslim didn't want anyone to daven to Moshe Rabbeinu to prevent the Gaulists, the, the parts of history that needed to happen. Rav Chama Barav Chanina tells us that even Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know where he was being buried. The Pesach says, V'lo yad ish eskvarasai, and says, V'zei sabrach ha-shebrach Moshe ish huelakim. Even Moshe didn't know. V'chamah, Berichanina says, Why was Moshe Benu Davka buried right across base pa'ara, v'edizara? That was specifically so that Moshe Benu could be mechaper on the maiseh of Val Pa'ar. By the sugya, the parasha of Bilom and the Benais Moyav. And Rechamir Rechanina tells us when the Pesach says, Achri Hashem, like, Hechem Teilechu. Go after Hashem. You can't go after Hashem. Hashem is an Eish Oichlag. All-consuming fire. It means, follow after the Midois, the attributes of Hashem, just like He clothes people. Hashem Alekim L'Odom, L'Ishtoi. Hashem gave Adam Achava clothing. You should also give clothing to people. Give your clothing to the Gemach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Dizbikar Chayilam. Hashem showed up to Amavinu to be Mavakar Chaylam. So too we should be Mavakar Chaylam. Visit the Sikha Kaddish Baruch Hu does Nicham Avelim. It says, Ve'yachari Mois Avraham, Ve'yachalikim as Yitzchak Benoi. So too we should do Nicham Avelim. Kaddish Baruch Hu buries the dead. Ve'yachari Oisoy Begai. So too we should be involved in burying Mason. When Hashem made for the Mechava Kasnus Or, Ravin Shmuel explained that Kasnus Or is either something that uh, clothing that comes from leather or something that leather gets hanna from. Now, some loy darshans that the Torah originally it starts off with gimelas chasodim and it ends with gimelas chasodim. It starts off with Hashem making clothing for the mechava and it lands up. It ends with vayikbar sebegai Hashem burying Moshe Rabbeinu. You can learn a lot by what a book is bookmarked. Uh, the book ended with. Now, some like Darshans, why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go into Eretz Yisrael? He wanted to eat the falafel, the fruits. He wanted to enjoy the, the, the tuv ha'aretz. No, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to do the mitzvahs that Klai Yisrael are only able to be Mekayim in Eretz Yisrael.
He wanted to put himself in a position where he would be chayv to do these mitzvahs. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, you know, Mechamas Mitzvah, taking over, killing Amalek. Hashem says, "Is that you? Just want the schar? You're going to get the schar. I'm going to get consider it as if you did all those mitzvahs." You see this in the pasuk. We break down the pasuk. Tells me, tells me that it's not that Hashem's going to give you give Moshe Rabbeinu schar like the later tzaddikim, like the tzaddikim was showing him he's going to give them schar. He's going to give schar like Avi Mitzchak and Yaakov. They were atzumim warriors, fierce in their Torah and mitzvahs. When the pasuk says Tachas Asher Heri Alamos Navshoi, it's that Moshe Rabbeinu gave himself over to die. He sacrificed himself for clients so after the egg of him. I am Nachin, you know, he told their Ben Shleilam. Nachin, you know, Misifricho. Erase me from the parasha of Chofei, the 25th parasha. He asked Rachmonus from their Ben Shleilam to forgive the parasha Yisrael so that they should do tshuva, put them in a situation where they would do tshuva. The Lashon Pegiyah is the Lashon of Tefillah. We see this in the Pasuk. And with that, we conclude the first parak of Mesechah. We began discussing someone who warns his wife how many aid he needs to have for which part of the Saita process. We begin the second parak. Which tells us the process of the Saita. The mission says they would bring her into the base of Mikdash. They would give her a basket made of palm branches. They'd put on her hand to make her carry it and tire her out. There are three differences between the Saita's mincha and all other minchas. Number one, all other minchas begin and end in a cliche race. But over here, it begins in a palm ba- basket and only ends in a cliche race. And number two, all other minchas require oil and levoina frankincense, but hers does not have shaman and levoina. And third, all other minchas get wheat, and hers comes with barley. The Gemara discusses why. Barley is animal food. By the minchas ha'oymer, even though it does come from barley as well, but it's gorush, it's very, very finely ground, uh, very finely sifted, as opposed to her barley, which was far more coarse. Gamliel tells us that since her actions were animal-like, so to her carbon, her, her, her carbon is going to be that of animal food, of fodder. Bryce tells us in the Gemara, Abba Chanin says from Rebbe Ezer that we tire her out so that she'll do tshuva. And you see, if the Rabbanu Shalom has Rachmanus on the Oivrei Aveira, for those who do Hashem's Ratzon, he's going to have so much Rachmanus on them. The Gemara says, how do we know that we're tiring it out just to make a Deshuvah? Maybe it's so that we don't want the Shem Hashem to be erased. If she backs out at the last second, we won't need to erase the Shem Hashem. So it must be that we hold that we already made her a drink and then we make her carry around her Mincha. The Shem Hashem is already gone. Now it's just to help her do Deshuvah. Now the Gemara asks Sestira. 
He said that the mincha begins and ends in a clear shayrus. The problem is that we learned and that the seder of the carbon mincha is as follows. Someone brings his mincha from his house in silver or gold kalim, and he puts it into a klisharis. Then he's makandish in the klisharis. The kohen puts in the, the shemen levaina. Oh, he puts in the shemen levaina and brings it to the kohen. The kohen brings it to the mizbeach. They bring it to the southwest corner. By that corner, and that is enough. And then they move the lavoina to one side. He takes a, a kmitza, a kmitz, from a very oily spot. They put that in, into a klisharis, and the makdish that klisharis. He scoops up some lavoina, puts it on top of that, brings it up into the mezbeach. He's makdir it. In the klishares, they salted, not just the meat was salted, the mincha was also salted, and they put it on the fire. As soon as the kaimates was burnt, how much we'll see, the rest of the mincha back in the klishares is allowed to be eaten by the kahanim. In fact, the kahanim are allowed to make any recipe what they want with it. They can add wine, oil, or honey. Their only iser is. They're not allowed to make it into chomets. How's that daf yemi coincidence learning this on Pesach? Tov shin pe gimel. However, you see in this toisevto that the whole seder of the Kobar mincha began not in the klisharis, in this year's own silver or gold clay. So Papa answers, when our Mishnah says that it starts and ends in a klisharis, it means that it has to be able to be a klisharis. Gold and silver could be a klisharis as opposed to a palm basket. Now, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Huda would actually hold that a, a palm basket can be used as a klisharis. I see this in a brisa. That if a klisharis is made out of wood, Rebbe says it's not good. Rebbe Huda says that that would be okay. But the Gemara says the truth is this could even be Rebbe Huda because Rebbe Yehuda, Rebbe Huda holds that you're allowed to use a Choshiva wooden basket. But a palm basket is very low. That definitely cannot be used for the carbon mincha. They also hold that the Pasuk of Hakrivu no the Fachtacha, bring it to the to the governor. It's to be brought in a Choshevikli, presentable. Then they put the Minchon Klishares, the Mekadosh there. Ah, uh, it sounds like it's automatically Mekadosh without Das. The Gemara says, no, 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 put it into the Klishares. And it automatically becomes Mekadosh in the Kli. Das is not necessary. They don't actively be Mekadosh then they put on the shemen and levoina based on the pasuk by Yitzchak Olei Shemen Vinosan Olei Levoina. They bring it to the kohen because the pasuk says Vayvio El Bnei Aaron. Then the kohen brings it to the mizbeach because the pasuk says Vayegisho Yitzchal Hamizbeach. They bring it to the southwest corner. How do we know? The pasuk says Vezois Toyran Samincha Hakav Vesav Bnei Aaron Lefen Hashem El Bnei Hamizbeach. The brayer says it has to be brought in front of the 
hey, uh, in front of Hashem. So I would think in front of Hashem would mean the western side of the Mizbeach. But no, that's what the Pesach says. Al-Panei HaMizbeach. How's that Lefnei Hashem? Well, I, I would think you need to bring it in the south. That's what the Pesach says. Lefnei Hashem. So where do you actually bring it? You bring it to the southwest corner. And that's enough. Rabbi Eliezer says, I would think you'd bring it in the west by the corner or in the southern side by the corner. He says, no, no, no. Whenever you have two options of Pesukim, one of them, one drusha from the Pesuk would be mevatel the other Pesuk, and the other one would conjoin, it would fit well with the other Pesuk. You always go with the, with the Pesuk that is not mevatel the other Pesuk. So when that, if, if you're going to bring it the Hashem, meaning the West, then you're mevatel the Pesuk that says to bring it in the South. But if you're going to say bring it in the South, then you mekayim the other Pesuk of in the West. You can bring it in the Southwest. Corner right over there by the two, by the Bimakayim, both Psukim. Ah, if you're in the southwest, how is that Lefneh Hashem? South is away from the entrance to the Heichol. So Ashi explains that there is a Machlik as where the Mizbeach was actually positioned. If you go like the like the Baisa that says that the whole Mizbeach was shifted into the northern side, then the southwest corner is going to be Kanagat Heichol. Now, what does the, the Mishnah mean when it says Vidayo? It's enough. You bring it to the corner, that's enough. So Ashi says, because I might have thought that you have to bring the mincha itself outside of the kli. Come on, Shmala, and you can bring it in the kli. The Gemara says, how do you know? <laughs> because the Pesach says, Just like the Hakrava. When you bring it to the Kayin, you bring it in a kli. So it's when you bring it on the Mizbech, it could be in the kli. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.